Welcome to Tuesdays Together, recorded live Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. in our online campus. We post that episode to our podcast channels at the end of our broadcast that evening. Thank you for joining us. Here's this week's Tuesdays Together. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Going to uh, adjust this a little bit. I don't know why the camera seemed to zoom in. I'm not alone tonight. Pastor JP went to get some water. <laughs> oh, there he is. Um, let us know if you are logging on and you can hear us and everything is working because. We're running a little late tonight, and it didn't show if you could actually hear us or not. And, like, it stretched us out again, but it's like this on there. I don't know why it did that. You want to cancel and try it again, or just go ahead? Oh, Sammy's in. Can you hear us? You want to cancel and try it again? Oh, okay. Nope. Audio, so we'll just leave it. All right, we'll just be a little stretched, stretched out tonight. I'm not sure. It literally, like, when I went live, it literally just, like, went like this and change the it wouldn't be a Tuesdays together unless there were some kind of technical difficulties I don't know but four people are on with us right now so hey we're glad you guys are joining us tonight sorry it's all uh, craziness I don't know why it's doing that but loud and wide okay I can fix that sorry thank you might be a little too loud because we were trying to test it beforehand and we could not um... alright that should fix it not yet I should have gotten you stretched and stressed <laughs> Cindy's got it right. <laughs> I should have gotten you to get me a water while you were. I'll share it with you. Okay. Well, I don't know if you want to share with me after filming last night. Um, so welcome to Tuesdays Together. We are sorry we're a little late tonight. Um, this is our last um, Tuesdays Together for the season. The small group season. Um, just the small group season. So the actual small groups. Um, ended a couple weeks ago, the week before Thanksgiving, and we had a few more, um, weeks of study left, so we went ahead and went a couple more weeks, but we are going to, we decided this week, we are going to finish it off, um, tonight and take, um, a break for a few weeks, (laughs) and then we will come back, well, I guess it'll be After after the fast, we'll come back, um, in February, the first week of February. So, I did say this last week, and I have not gotten a chance to post it yet, um, but if you have not, um, or if you have been with us all this season um, for the anxiety study, we are going to do a different study um, for the winter, spring, trying to like yeah, I get my... A good giveaway or something, but no, I'll give you a survey. <laughs> no. Okay, got it. Um, for the winter, spring, uh, that would have been a good idea. Do a give... Gosh, okay. I don't know. A Starbucks card um, or something with all the coffee we're drinking right in front of them, right? Sure. Well, we didn't have co- we didn't have time for coffee tonight. It's just water. Um, we're going healthy to kick off the new year. <laughs> get ready for the fast, guys. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we are going to do a new study, but we are going to put a survey out there um, in the next week. I'll try to do it tomorrow if I can. Um, but we are going to put a survey out there with some topic ideas that we have come up with. Um, 
and it'll have an option for you to be able to also, <laughs> sorry, just saw comment, um, also have an option for you to be able to put something in. So if there's something that, um, you know, you guys want us to do a study on, we can do that. Um, so that'll be coming hopefully tomorrow within, the, within this next week. So be on the lookout for that. If you have been, um, with us this season, it's week 14, sure, right? This is the four, I think this is the 14th week of the series, uh, or the season of the anxiety study. So tonight, um, we're going to wrap it up. There are a few more, if you have, if you've been following along in the book, there are a few more, um, lessons, I guess you would call them, um, after tonight. However, it was kind of just a wrap up. So I think we can do all of that tonight. Um, trying to see what week we're on yep i'm feeling it though so, so. yeah i think you said last week like 13 or 14 so this is like 14 15 something like that so tonight we're going to be talking about um first i forgot i have a question okay i do have a question tonight last week you like you had one i wasn't ready i do have one this is week 15 last week was week 14 okay week 15 week 15 okay. there we go um but i do have a question before we get started <clears throat> So be ready to to type in your um, your responses. I guess everybody's still there because it doesn't like show us who's on. Um, so my question, you know, it's like Christmas season. We're in December, and like as soon as like we hit December, it's like Christmas party time. Um, so usually Christmas parties, you see like appetizers and. Um, like that kind of stuff at Christmas parties. It's like appetizers and desserts and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff for some reason. I don't know why, but that seems to be like the main, mm -hmm. there's very few like dinner dinners. Because dinner's never ready on time. So everybody's just like, hey, we'll just throw a bunch of appetizers on the table and everybody will eat appetizers. I guess. So everybody's filling up on appetizers anyway. But just like Christmas parties though. That's true. Like mm -hmm. are a lot of appetizers. So what is your favorite appetizer? Mm. That is your Chocolate dipped tonight. pretzels. What's your favorite appetizer? That's a dessert. I never waited until after dinner to eat them. It's true. Um, but, like, appetizer, like, finger foods, you know? Like, what's your favorite? Deviled eggs and cheese-filled celery. Deviled eggs and cheese-filled celery. Okay. Is that classified? Is that qualified? That, yeah, that's like a little closer. I mean, that's more of a dessert. That's a, you know, like, I don't I think you're going to go to a, well, I shouldn't say that because you might go to a Christmas party and see those sitting out. <laughs> I was thinking more of savory, I guess. Pastor Tony said little smokies and sausage balls. Those are good. I um I like the meatballs, like the mm -hmm. the special meatball crock pot meatballs. Those are always good. Those are good. Um Sammy said little smokies. Those are always good too. Like her. What is yours? What you said? I just you said that. that. You said never mind. You like you prefer them. I would thought you're tying into like their little sauce, like little smoky sausage balls. You're like, yeah, I like the little sausage no, balls. No, I was that literally was like giving mine. Okay, okay. yes, the Hawaiian meatballs. Yes, that's the ones I like. Okay. Te Texas toothpicks for Kayla and JW. JW and Kayla, they're preparing for the thing Saturday. So he told me earlier he's out there measuring for the booze. Oh, okay. So, um, I 
I know I've had Texas toothpicks, but I can't remember. Can you remind us what Texas toothpicks are? What, is I that know like I've had them slivers, at a party fried slivers of pickles, or is that something else? Because yeah, what what specific are specifically are Texas toothpicks? Because I think I've had them before. I was thinking like little fried uh, fried pickle slivers. Those are pretty good. Mm. So yeah. Um, okay, so maybe they'll they'll expound in a second because <laughs> that sounds really good and I feel like I've had it before, but I can't remember now. But yes, mine is the the Hawaiian type meatballs, those crock pot meatballs. Um, the late they're cheese fries with jalapenos and spicy ranch. Oh. Okay, yes, yep. yes, those are good. I really like. Those. And I think we had them at Lazy Dogs. So yeah. Yes, Lazy Dogs used to have those. Okay, that's why I was thinking. That I knew I had had them. Yes, those are good. We, we like miss them. our lazy dogs. So. Yes, yeah. we do. That was our best, like, come home from camp and be lazy and just sling by a restaurant <laughs> on the way home and from go by there. the church. Yeah. They were really good at Red Elephant. I miss Red Elephant, too. Yep. Oh, gosh. We're going to get started on all these restaurants. We don't have any more. <laughs> okay. Um, so, if you're just tuning in, put your favorite appetizer because it's, you know, it's like that Christmas And it can't be season. a dessert. Just putting that out there. Apparently, I was not allowed to say it. Savory appetizer. All right. So, so I'm just stacking them all tonight. I got home late and I was outside messing in the truck. And yes, yeah, so okay. all my fault. Um, <laughs> roll tight. <laughs> um, not even going to get into the football subject right now. All right. <laughs> As I'm sitting here with my stuff. Um, we're talking about Jesus tonight. <laughs> and anxiety before the football game. I mean, the cross. <laughs> and anxiety. Um, so I find it really... Um, really cool how they took um, the whole the whole series in this study um, and like we went through like all of the different like people in the Bible like the well-known people and even some of the non um, not so well-known people in the Bible and went through like their anxieties and the whole time we keep talking about like going back to fall back on Jesus like Mm -hmm. give it to God, give it to Jesus, you know, like, and then tonight we're actually talking about anxiety that Jesus had mm -hmm. before the cross. So it's cool to how, like, we went through all this, but now we're like going back into, okay, but Jesus also had anxiety. And I like this one because it's actually talking about like it, this lesson tonight shows you just how human Jesus was. Mm -hmm. Like there's no doubt about it. Jesus yeah. was fully, both fully God and fully man. Mm -hmm. In the prayer and in the actions that happened tonight that we're talking mm -hmm. about here shortly. Yeah. So our main um, scripture for tonight <clears throat> is Luke 22, and I believe that's verse... 39. 39. Oh, yeah, because there's the four. 39 through 44. So I had to go back and look at it. I was trying to figure out, like, why is he talking about Peter? Peter's um, denying him? But I was like, no, it's a 39, not 34. Yeah, their numbers so. on this book kind of messed up. So we're in Luke 22, um, verses 39 through 44. Which I think is quite ironic, so I'm getting ready to read this. This is the part that follows up with Jesus having the conversation with Peter about the mm -hmm. crock curling twice, you know, the nine three times. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was like, wow, mm -hmm. this is, to me, this is like, wow, this is what Jesus is getting ready to go through afterwards. Yeah. So Luke 22, 39, and he came out of the mount, and I'm sorry, came out and went as, it, as was his custom, which I really think is, again, just really cool. We talked about Daniel praying in the moment after, you know, he was declared not to pray, told not to pray. Mm -hmm. He went and prayed, but it was his mm -hmm. custom. Jesus, Son of God, still, mm -hmm. as was his custom, 
went out to the Mount of Olives by himself to pray, and the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, like uh, it literally talks about, you know, what exactly is the drops of blood coming mm -hmm. from your sweat glands in this lesson. Yeah. Hematohydrosis. Yeah. Look at that. Hematohydrosis. Mm -hmm. And sweating blood. <laughs> yeah. And it's such from a deep psychosomatic distress. The severity of this response reveals to us that Christ's depths of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So it, it, to me, it's just like, not only, I mean, he feels like he's been betrayed already, knowing yeah. his, how stressed out his people are, knowing he had that revelation that mm -hmm. Peter would deny him already, and then to know what he's going to be ready to go through. Mm -hmm. It's almost like his friends are already betraying him already before, knowing knowing his friends are going to betray him before he ever mm -hmm. got there. It's like, man, yeah. on top of everything else, knowing that, that he's going to go through all that and then have that on top of it, too. Yeah, so. and that, you know, like, I, we read these scriptures a lot, especially around Easter time obviously um but like it didn't ever like really hit me as much as it did until we were like it actually pulled like what that actually is when you sweat mm -hmm. like that literally is like um a deep psychosomatic distress to literally sweat blood and so like it just made me think like okay all these weeks that we've been talking about all of the different um anxieties and the different things that people in the Bible went through, the anxieties that we go through mm -hmm. now, um, never has that ever happened. Mm -hmm. I have never been yeah. <laughs> so deeply distressed um, that I was sweating blood. So that yeah. just, to me, like, that just shows you, yes, Jesus knows exactly what we're going through and then some. Like, because he went through way more yeah. than we ever could even imagine. Mm -hmm. um, it just really puts it into perspective that he had so the more. greatest anxiety before so he knew what was going to happen. Um, and yet he still walked mm -hmm. through it. He still followed through, even though it does, like we talked um he does say um, in the notes, he, I think, is it a little <clears throat> further down? I don't think you actually read that part. Um, but it talks about where he actually does ask if you can take this cup from me yeah. to take it. Um, and the cup that Jesus was speaking of was God's cup of wrath. And throughout scripture, God's cup of wrath speaks to the punishment God would pour out upon sinners we find um that note in ezekiel um so jesus knew that god's plan was for god to pour out this cup of wrath upon himself and we cannot possibly understand the severity of such a sacrificial act mm -hmm. you know when we start thinking about the stress and anxieties that we have they don't even compare to what jesus was sitting there facing um, taking on God's wrath not only involved that physical torture, 
but spiritual torture yeah. as well. And so he had to experience the weight of all of our sin upon his shoulders and the pain of God forsaking him. Um, and he felt the desire to flee from such a horrible event, which led him to praying for God to make another way. Um, see, and yet that was his, his correct response. Mm-hmm. And all that and all his anguish, as much as we want to just run in stressful situations from the situation, mm-hmm. he instead turned and cried out to God, which mm-hmm. is the ultimate right response as a Christian. Right. So as little Christ, we're supposed to be following Christ mm-hmm. and his example of yeah. turning to him, turning mm-hmm. to God. Yeah. He turned to Heavenly Father and said, if there's any way I can take us from me, hey, I mean, why not? In those situations, why not say, hey, if there's any way that I can accomplish your will, God, mm-hmm. without having to go through it, hey, yeah. I'm going to pray the same prayer. Mm-hmm. But God, ultimate obedience, mm-hmm. if I must go through this to have your will accomplished, yeah. then so be it. Yeah. I'm willing to go through it. Mm-hmm. And he did. And that, and that was exactly, he followed up with a prayer of trust and obedience, mm-hmm. like you said. Um even though he longed for another way, I mean, wouldn't we all, like, we would yep. all long for <laughs> another way, especially knowing what was about to happen where, possible. where, you know, we long for things to change and we don't even know a lot of times what's to come. Um, mm. But you can imagine being in his situation where he knew what was about to happen. Um, and Sammy said, even when that angel in his presence, he's still stressing out. Like, mm-hmm. he still had anxiety. Like, the point where God yeah. saw his son. I can only imagine, like, God knowing that Jesus had known the entire time what was going to go through. Mm-hmm. Like, had an angel on cue, and God's like, okay, I can't take it anymore. Send him. Yeah. Send him. Go take care of my son. He's still got to go through it, but go take yeah. care of my kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And puts me in tears just thinking about, like, God mm-hmm. got to the point where yeah. even he was like, I can't take it anymore. I yeah. know my son's got to go through this, but go comfort him and prepare him mentally for what's getting ready to happen. Yeah. So. That, that's, mm. that's hard, yeah. <laughs> um, mm. And so Christ boldly prayed the words, not my will, but yours be done in Luke twenty-two forty-two. 42. Um, he knew the suffering ahead, yet he was obedient to fulfill God's plan of redemption. And then when you look at this, the fact that Jesus felt anguish before his death does not mean Jesus was unwilling to die. He was willing. Um, But we read in Hebrews 12, 2, that for the joy that that lay before him, Jesus endured the cross. Jesus was deeply troubled by the spiritual torture that lay ahead while also deeply desiring to accomplish our salvation. So that's... That's a lot, you know, to take on. I think we just talked about last week, like, um, encouraging each other Mm -hmm. and, you know, taking on, we can't, like, we have, we are here to encourage each other, but then it's like, it's a lot when you take on, like, we were, I think it was last week, we were talking about, Mm -hmm. like, when you're at the altar with people and you're just helping them pray through, and when you get done, it's just like, that just mental and physical and spiritual zapped you know all of it zapped from you um so that's just maybe one one or a handful of people that you could be praying for and feel that imagine the level of what jesus felt Uh you know taking on all of that anguish this is sort of like a rabbit trail but I i was listening to a book this morning and he was talking about how rahab the prostitute chose for the sake of her family to 
obey God and to allow the Israelites to come up the wall through her house mm -hmm. and then lower them out, protect them through there to protect her family. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, it's great she protected her family. But the point that the author made was the fact that she was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. Like, she was a prostitute because, and with all the horrors that go along with being a prostitute, mm -hmm. she was protecting her family. She wasn't protecting her husband. She wasn't protecting her kids. She didn't have those. She was protecting her brothers and sisters, her parents, mm -hmm. who most likely had abandoned her to the point where she had to become a prostitute yeah. to cover for herself. Mm -hmm. And yet she still gave for them to do this because the great things that hadn't happened in her life until after she obeyed God right. and allowed the, the men to sneak out, the, the spies to sneak mm -hmm. out through her window. Mm -hmm. So like, I think about that, I'm like, well, I've never had that perspective before mm -hmm. of thinking her family completely abandoned her, mm -hmm. but yet she looked out for them. And Jesus knowing what, I mean, even in this moment, knowing Peter would already deny him, mm -hmm. then saying, no, I'm gonna give my life for him as well as everyone that's gonna come after me. Mm -hmm. after my death, knowing, knowing they're going to commit sin, knowing what I did. Mm -hmm. They're going to need forgiveness, knowing what I did, mm -hmm. but they're still going to sin anyway. Yeah. And I'm still doing this mm -hmm. and I, having all that burden. I'm, I'm sure like yeah. it's, it's like a tearing of cells knowing mm -hmm. I want to do this, but at the same point they deserve it because they, they didn't, they don't deserve what I'm doing for them. And yeah. his mind is tearing at him and yet he gave it all. Yeah. That's so, yeah, that's a lot. It's yeah. when you really like sit down and think about what Jesus did for each one of us, like it's, it's mind boggling because, you know, we talked about last week encouraging each other, but mm -hmm. there's, you know, we're not all like, yeah, I'll go die this brutal death for you. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know you, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I don't even, you know, like of course Jesus knew who was, he's, you know. You'll say you hate he me. Is You'll God. say this. And but still yeah, love he knew how you. people were going to react to him, though, mm -hmm. and still went forward with it. That's just unfathomable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because mm. our human minds, we can't fathom doing something like that. Mm. You know, like I, I would jump out in front of my family and my children, you yeah. know, to protect them. But when you're talking about someone that, number one, doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to think twice yeah, about jumping out in front of you if you don't like me, you know? Yeah. Like, um, you don't like me, you don't like my no, family, no, you don't like my parents, like, so hey, forget um, it. Man. So, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I, people just don't realize that. They just don't get the level of mm. where he... Sacrificed. What he sacrificed, <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Christ's level of trust and obedience teaches us to trust and obey God in our times of distress. Just like you said a minute ago, he was laying out, you know, his whole life laid out exactly how we should do um, and be. And here in this very moment of anxiety, he's laying out for us what we should do. So we should you know, obviously, mm -hmm. we can say the same thing. Like, God, like, I, I, if there's another way to do this, please, let's do it that way. But if yeah. not, your will be done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will do what you want me to do. So he's he's just laid it all out for us um, of what we needed to do. So the trust and the obedience, yeah. um, even in those times that we don't know. Yeah. yeah, we don't know what's 
going to happen. Um, so he, he pressed through his anguish and anxiety by focusing on the Father's will. And unlike Christ, we do not always know the outcome of what is making us anxious and afraid. But we can trust God with the end result. That's right. Um, because no matter what, as long as we're giving it to him and we're following him and we're in his will, mm -hmm. he's going to take care of the end result. We don't have to be concerned about that. And nine times, not ten times, not nine times out of ten, ten <laughs> times, sorry, <laughs> got my words messed up. Ten times out of ten, his mm. end result is going to be far better yeah. than anything that we even like gathered mm -hmm. and thought could happen. Mm -hmm. Um so the thought of praying for God's will to be done may seem terrifying because we don't know what his will necessarily is going to, where it's going to put us, where it's going to um, take us. But it, this prayer would only be terrifying if we did not know who God is. That's true. So because we know who God is, it shouldn't be terrifying yeah. because he wants the best for his people. He mm -hmm. wants the best. Um, situation and he knows the best situation um, so God is sovereign he is holy he is kind and we can trust that his will is for our good and for his glory um, and then when you look back after all the result of Christ's prayer for God's will to be done led to salvation being accomplished for all of us by his death and resurrection so you know, I don't think that any anxious things that I'm going through are going to be that magnitude. But just think about that. God said, or Jesus said, your will be done. No matter what. And no matter what. And because he did, that led the, the open door for us to all be able to be saved and have um, eternal life. Yeah. So... And it has, right? So don't, he's not saying we're going to not have anxiety. No. He's not saying don't be anxious. Right? So he said, I mean, he yeah. said, don't, well, in ways he said, do not be anxious about anything, but by prayer and supplication, mm -hmm. make your needs known to Christ. I mean, yeah. but at the same point, some of the anxiety we feel, we need to push through yeah. and say, I recognize why I'm so passionate about this. Mm -hmm. And the anxiousness we feel for it, use mm -hmm. it towards yeah. loving God and use it towards God's purpose. Mm -hmm. He has for you. So. Yeah. Yeah, because we know who God is, we can trust God, and even if we don't don't know or understand what his will might be, Jesus trusted that God would accomplish his purposes and promises. So just like he mm -hmm. did, like I said, he we're following follow the whole example. He prayed and asked God, if you can take this from me, take it. If not, your will be done. And and then he trusted and obeyed, followed through, and knew that God was going to take care of him in the end. And and that's exactly what we're yep. supposed to do. Follow the same yep. same thing. Um, we will never experience the amount of anxiety and suffering that Jesus experienced. Even still, we can follow Jesus' example by coming to God in prayer and trusting him through our moments of anxiety. We can trust and obey God as we take a step forward in faith and rest in the endurance God provided. In the moments when we feel like God does not understand our pain and anxiety, we can be reminded of the suffering and anxiety Jesus experienced and endured. Mm -hmm. He's the Son of God, yet mm -hmm. we see in that moment He still experienced the same level of anxiety and even more mm -hmm. than most likely we will ever face. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So that, that's something to take heart in. And yet mm-hmm. he still sacrificed for us. And yet he still desires us to mm-hmm. do the same for him. Yeah. And he understands mm-hmm. um, fully. Sorry. He understands fully what we're going through. So yep. no matter what the fear is, no matter what the worry is, um, he understands. Mm-hmm. And just like we've talked about in all these weeks prior, he has, um, God came through for everyone in all of these situations that they went through. There was mm-hmm. not one of the people that we talked about and went through their anxiety that did not mm-hmm. see the better side of it. Yeah. They all came through it. They all, mm-hmm. um, God led them through it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it took longer for some, depending on how quickly you trust. And, you know, we've learned that oh, over the so week. <laughs> um, sometimes the magnitude mm-hmm. of what you have to go through, like being in a whale, you know, like in all of the nastiness. It just depends on how how quickly you're going to trust and obey. How quickly will you learn? And how quickly you will learn, yes, to follow and and not um not try to take your own path. Yep. Um so take a step forward in faith and rest in the endurance God provides. And the rest. And the rest. Sorry. Rest. Rest is important. We haven't learned anything else in the series. Mm-hmm. You just trust yeah. him. Don't stress, but trust in him mm-hmm. and push you forward. Yeah. So. And I think um, what's funny is like the, we've kind of covered the last, um, just in this one about Jesus, we've, we've covered like the last few that we're not going to talk about, um, but like trusting God's hand. Mm-hmm. So that's what we just talked about over and over. Just trust Continue. that he knows. Mm-hmm what is best for you, um, humbly casting your cares. So again, the model that Jesus gave us, he, he trusted God's hand. He humbly cast that, you know, I, I'm, I'm needing you to take this cup if you can take it. If not, mm-hmm. then your will be done. Um, but he humbly showed that I, I'm not okay right now. Um, and that, that's the next step we have to do. That's it. And then the next step is being at peace, being at peace of, being at peace mm-hmm. of God. And mm-hmm. if we cast our cares on Him, He'll take it. Yep. And then we continue this whole entire series talking about fighting, fighting anxious, anxious thoughts. thoughts. Mm-hmm. So. And you fight anxious and thoughts with praying and, and praying, talking, talking to, God. to God, reading your Bible, reading your Bible. Um, praying and releasing. Praying and releasing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we also talked it. a lot about letting other people in don't mm-hmm. don't don't do, um, don't do it alone don't push people away that's what the body of believers are for to walk with each other through these moments mm-hmm. so don't seclude yourself um, when you do feel anxious because we have learned over and over that the first thing that we want to do whether it is now present day or whether it was in Bible times, everybody wants to go away and do mm-hmm. it alone. And that is the Most wrong thing Unhealthy to do. thing you can do. Yes. We're called to be the body of Christ for a reason. Yes. We all function better together. Mm-hmm. So we have um, the last few questions 
How does knowing that Jesus experienced anxiety encourage you? Mm -hmm. We already gave our answers on that. So mm -hmm. you guys can leave your answers in the comments or in the notes. Mm -hmm. So, because, well, I mean, we just said, like, we, just, mm -hmm. we know we can follow his example. Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately, yeah. we went through far, far more than we Not, ever will. Yeah. So. Nothing that I ever go through will even come close. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw, saw Caleb mm -hmm. College said, humbling is hard. Humbly is a harder part, and even admitting we are anxious. Okay. I'll be honest, it's probably one of the lessons I've learned, and it's a lot easier for me to talk to people now than it ever has been before. Is I've just learned to, like, yeah, I don't care what people think. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. I try, I have to, I'm <laughs> just having the conversation of the day. Like, I'm having to be more careful about what I say and people think, not to offend people, but the mm -hmm. point of I really don't care if I'm brought lower or higher by what I say. Like, I'm just open and honest people period and i think it's one of the lessons i just learned through everything we've gone through the past probably 10 years we joke about like fires and covid and uh you know other things we just been through mm -hmm. hurricane and just i've come to the point where not nothing near biblical proportions but you know we could have everything taken from us but we didn't thank you jesus we, we came out so far ahead compared to some others and yet you go wow do i really need all this mm -hmm. you go and if God's got me where he brought me, mm -hmm. why would I care what man has to say about anything? Why would I care what man thinks about anything mm -hmm. unless it's affecting my testimony to be able to share the love of Christ with somebody? Mm -hmm. It's the only reason I should care what man thinks of me yeah. is the fact that I want to be, like Paul said, be all to all that yeah. I may reach all. And mm -hmm. so and that that's the only reason I would care. And that's and like, yeah. Kayla, you're right. I mean, that, that is one of the hardest parts is to be humble and, and to learn that and just going, why should I care what people think about me mm -hmm. and, and to learn that lesson and get to that point where you go, I've had the same thing with students. I told, I told them, I said, I had one of the hardest parts I had with this generation was just being an open book because the moment you hide anything from this generation that I'm reaching right now and Pastor Daniel reaches too as the kids level is if you hide anything in the conversation, they immediately shut you off. Mm -hmm. And so the moment you try to say, you should do this and you know, one day I'll shoot. No, you can't. You can if you if you hold anything back, they immediately go. You're done, mm -hmm. and they shut you down and off immediately. So just having yeah. that open, honest, not caring what people see about you, they're going to come up with their own opinions anyway. And whether you mm -hmm. share it or don't share it, just being open and honest is just huge. Yeah. So and obviously Jesus didn't care what they thought of him. He just shared it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So how can you practically mm -hmm. model Jesus' example in your own moments of anxiety? Mm -hmm. Sorry, do you have something else you want to add? No. Apologize. Okay. No, you're good. So how can you practically model Jesus' example in your own moments of anxiety? Mm -hmm. He prayed. Um, we should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I was actually going to say um, one mm. of the final quotes in this study says, prayer is a powerful weapon in our battle against anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, so it's so important to remember that that is your ultimate mm -hmm. Um, weapon, ultimate powerful weapon, is prayer um, to battle anxiety. Yeah. Life is a war with many battles, mm -hmm. and each battle you don't, you shouldn't wait till the, for the war to go to go to go to prayer. Right, it should be in every single battle, mm -hmm. and you should reach them before the battle, so you already have that communication line open to be mm -hmm. able to share openly. Yeah. Yep. And then the last question: What anxious thoughts do you need to surrender to the Lord? and say, your will be done. And take a moment to pray for God's will to be done in that area and for God to give you the faith to trust his plans. And Pastor Tony said this last Sunday, the most recent, the, the 
biggest thing you don't want to turn over is probably the things you need to turn over the most. Mm -hmm. But the one thing you don't want to talk about, the one area you don't want to talk about, mm -hmm. is the one thing you're battling the most. Mm -hmm. And you should turn over to God. Yeah. And so, yeah. help with identifying that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there you go. If you're not sure, what is it that you don't want to turn over? <laughs> that, that's where you need to start. <laughs> that's the thing you need to start with. Yes. So. Yes. So, um, right. that wraps, this wraps up our... Um, Peace for the anxious heart. Peace for the anxious heart. The very <laughs> last quote says, May we rest daily in the promises of Christ's return and the glorious hope that it brings. This life is temporary, and the things that we are going through on this earth are temporary. So, so this is what season, season three of Tuesdays Together? This is season three of Tuesdays yeah, Together. I thought so, because we were yes. doing two different seasons, two different. Mm -hmm. Seasons, and this is the third this one. This is the first up. season that we have followed a study. study right. So we followed Pastor Tony's sermons in previous seasons. Yeah, this one we so. actually followed a study. So, so we'll see um, where we have next season. Yes. So we'll be on the lookout for um, the survey for some options of our next season, starting in February. Um, closing it out. Done. <laughs> Um, we hope that this season has been helpful mm -hmm. to all of you that have listened in either on the podcast or live or a mixture of both. Um, Especially if you're joining us live and commenting back, letting us know you're yes, there. We love it. That's always really nice to have um, the actual communication going mm -hmm. on. Um, so we hope that it's been helpful and we hope that you will return in February with our next season. That's it. And... I'm going to pray and close it out. Absolutely. Close it out. God, I thank you for this season of believers that joined us for this third season of Tuesdays Together. God, I pray your blessings upon them as they go in to this holiday season, God. Multiple things from Thanksgiving we've just wrapped up to going into the Christmas season as we celebrate your birth and this Advent countdown to the Advent, God. I pray, God, that your blessings be upon them. May they not be anxious in this season, but God, release, just as Kayla said, being completely humble and just releasing our thoughts and releasing any any and all anxiety to you, God, and just being able to open up with others, God, because I know truly that is how we get to minister to those we come into contact with, because our families know us the most. Our families know when we're hiding stuff. So God, I pray you help us. Give us wisdom and how we can share our thoughts and to share our passions with our family. And God, may we reach the lost through this season, God. Just as you came and sent your son during this season, we're celebrating, God. May we celebrate that in bringing the loss to you, that you may reach them. God, may we be an open book to the lost that need to hear our story and our testimony, God. And God, may we not hold back, but release everything to you, that you may use us to reach the loss for you, for your purposes, that in return, you bring glory to your Father in heaven. And God, I pray your blessings upon this season. God, may this be a season of rest a season of coming and to draw closer to you. And God, may each and every one of these people joining us, God, may they find their own studies to do during this time that they draw closer to you. And I pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 And so. if you are looking for um, something for, because we are in the Advent um, season, if you're looking for something to do individually or um, as a family, uh, you can go to our church app, and it has, and toward the top, I have a link there for um, an just an Advent 
family or individual. It doesn't have to be family. Um, little devotion guide. So there's also some paper copies in the foyer if you want a paper copy. Um, so it's just something. If you haven't found anything, there you go. You can pull that up tonight and catch up on it. If you needed easy family ideas, Pastor Jenny, like, did awesome. She went and bought some, like, Advent gift calendars for our kids. One of them is simple. She got several of them for each person. But one of the easiest things to do is like, even just had a piece of chocolate for every day. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those opportunities to go, it seems so simple, but yet we get to remind the kids what this season's about. Mm -hmm. And so if nothing else, it brings you family time. And ultimately, it gets you opportunity to tell them about Jesus mm -hmm. and why we're celebrating and build that excitement at Christmas morning as you talk about Christmas with yeah. your kids. And you can also, if you don't even have guides or anything, you can just read a chapter of Luke um, a night. Sure. We're only in, what, the fifth day, so you don't have too much to catch up, catch up that's on. Right. <laughs> but that's also a good way to bring your family together or just good. for yourself. Um, so... We love you guys. Love Thanks you for guys. joining us this season. Have a Merry Christmas season. <laughs> See ya. Right. Thank you for joining our podcast. Here at Bear Creek AG, our goal is to help others know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Have a great week.